to the In the Pattern podcast. Make left traffic, clear for the option. Minneapolis departure, Archer 641, Charlie, Charlie, 2000, climbing 3000. Line up and wait, 7 range, for my Kelvin. Mark Tower, 172, Romeo Hotel, hold short on the 133, ready to take off. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm Brad. And I'm Mark. And we are the In the Pattern Podcast. Welcome to episode 66 of the In the Pattern Podcast. This is Chris, and along with me tonight, I've got Mark and Pilot Conway. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Brad's not able to make it with us tonight, but uh, these two guys were able to uh, jump on with us. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Doing. The virtual yeah. hangar. Yes, we are here. Excellent. Conway's uh, is uh, battling the uh, the frosty East Coast there, telling us all about the snow. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Mark yeah, and I are <laughs> still in shorts out here. No, we don't have that. Uh, you know, Midwest guy here, but. Uh, you know, to complain about the snow or not and complain about how I'm complaining about, you know, the inch and a half that we got. But Well, well since this is an aviation podcast, we have to be honest that the reason he's not here yes. is because he decided to go flying instead. He said the weather, he goes, oh, guys, the weather got finally cleared up a little bit. It's nice. I think I'm going to go fly. I'm like, well, you go fly. <laughs> we can talk about it later. Yeah. That'll be the next episode. There you go. We'll do, we'll do more of these, right? That's a good idea. Hopefully. We're, st- we're still doing these? <laughs> Yeah, we tried to we tried to get this one knocked out uh, some weeks ago, actually before Bef- Christmas. Yeah, I was gonna say before the holidays, we tried a couple times and yeah, didn't work out. Like right after we released the other one, we were trying to get this one. We just couldn't quite make it happen. But uh, you know, better late than never. So uh, here we are. And um, and and what we probably alluded to last time was uh, was what this episode's going to be about, and it's mainly about. Uh, the annual pilgrimage out to uh, Catalina Island, as it were. So, as you know from last year and some uh, some years past, um, I head out to uh, California for Thanksgiving, and we go to Pomona, California, and uh, we go to this KOA, and just so happens there's a uh, airport like directly next door to it. So all day long, I get teased by various aircraft entering and exiting uh, that airport, and it's pretty awesome. And everybody's going, Chris, hello, we're over here. And I'm like going, yes, but there's this plane that's going overhead and I'm looking at it. So anyways, uh, I grabbed an airplane one year and, and an instructor and a couple friends and we flew out to Catalina Island. And then basically since that, I've tried to turn it into a little trip and get a few people interested. So that's worked out uh, to my advantage. I love it. Uh, getting a, a lot of people to uh, to come along with me. And uh, this year, Mark was able to uh, come again. You came two years ago. Is that right, Mark? Yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah, that was fun. So Mark's kind of hooked on that trip now, which is awesome. Um, Can you come get me next year? Well. <laughs> That'd be a pretty, well, pretty good stretch. <laughs> Do you have to fly to Catalina? Why don't you fly to D.C.? It'll be fun. You could see some F-18s. <laughs> you jump on the mailing tube, and then we'll pick you up closer. That's no problem. Yeah, you get on the mailing to head down to San Diego and see uh, um, see Bill, uh, Bill, and just come up with Bill. So that's awesome. 
Yeah, you know, still trying to get back out there again. We got plenty of food uh, at the uh, campsite. You can do Thanksgiving with us. You know, you've seen the pictures. We had uh, 70 people with us this year for camping. Wow. Yes, it was amazing. I think we we, um, smoked three prime ribs, full prime ribs, five turkeys, and two hams maybe three two hams i think it was it was incredible um the what do you call it leftovers for days of course so amazing anyways yeah so uh this year uh this year was no exception to the trip to catalina on top of that i i uh, got a chance to knock out one of my other uh, places i wanted to go fly which was big bear so while i was there i think um i think we got in on Saturday of that week leading up to Thanksgiving. And on Tuesday, I uh, got an instructor and um, and flew up to a Big Bear, which was pretty cool. It was uh, – and there was a checkout flight, of course. That's why I had to get an instructor. Um, so to go to Big Bear or to go to Catalina Island, the, uh, the school that I rent from uh, requires a checkout flight. And, of course, you got to do a little test and stuff. So – no big deal. So it, it reminded me a lot of just, you know, flying into uh, Sedona, for example, because of the altitude. You know, I guess that's one of the things they they want you to know how to fly in some of those um, areas that have a little higher altitude. And what was funny, uh, so flying up to it, I think the mountains that you got to cross were at, at 7,000 feet of AGL sea level above sea level actually there right so um but i remember my altimeter setting that day was 33.96 or something whoa i know it was ridiculous i was indicating eleven thousand feet crossing over top of those mountains and i was probably only crossing them about 500 feet above or something like that that was, was that an altitude, like a real altitude. <laughs> it was. It was the weirdest thing. I'd never set an altimeter setting so high before in my life. Mark, do you get that out there? Not that high. Not that. Yeah, I've never seen anything that high. Uh, even even flying up to Lake Tahoe or or Truckee, that up in the area, which is actually up in the the mountains, I, I, I never get an altimeter setting like that. It's like just thirty one sometimes. Yeah. But. Exactly. Yeah, I thought it was the oddest thing. I was like, wow, that's odd. So, anyways. Yeah, uh, 11,000 feet to clear the mountains and get into the area. Very beautiful. Um, I could see myself someday, like, you know, flying down there and uh, or, or going down to California, grabbing a plane, flying to Big Bear and going skiing for the day. Uh, my instructor who apparently, the instructor I got who apparently lives like 20 or 30 minutes away from the airport. He goes, oh, yeah, I've surfed and skied in the same day. Surfed and snow skied in the same That's day. That's awesome. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Life goals. Welcome right? to California. Yeah. You can just do it all, right? So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is was that, uh Huh? Is that altimeter setting even possible? <laughs> Are you looking? Yeah, I can see like most of them go up to like thirty-one, thirty-two unless you, and a half. Unless you've got some ridiculous density altitude going on, and, and I was thinking at that time of the year, there was in November. Yeah, 
the 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 uh, airport had a DA sign at the end of the uh, taxiway showing what the uh, uh, density altitude set uh, was in, in relation to what the airport um, um, AGL was, and it was like almost fifteen hundred feet higher. It's just an oddball. That's weird. I've seen that here during the summertime. It'll be yeah. There'll be days in the summertime here warm. where when I take off the field elevation in Auburn is fifteen thirty three, I think. And there's there's times in the summer where you, we try to take off and it's forty five hundred five thousand feet. Yeah, um, I have video, and so now that you say that, I'll have to go back to my video because I don't think I don't know that I made the video because something went wrong with it. Um, anyways, I'll have to go back and check it to see if I have any video I, of that yeah, piece. Yeah, I'd be curious about that. Because yeah. I see a lot of maxing out at 31 inches. Well, I, I, we've all been way past 31. Yeah, that seems right. I know yeah, I've been... 33 I, just sounds crazy. Yeah. If uh, if you're listening and you know, you've ever had any uh, weird altitude settings that high, let us know. I'd be uh, curious. And where were you at? What time of year it was? We'd be curious to hear that. So... Yeah, the, the, the lake's beautiful. Um, the airport's really nice. We stopped. We went inside, had a uh, cup of coffee, and had one of their, uh, had one of their cookies and just kind of hung out for a little bit and explored and, and then headed back, and, uh, and it was a nice little flight. Um, and so that was on Tuesday. But um, coming back to the whole uh, Catalina thing, so months before – Months before uh, leading up to Thanksgiving, I think probably uh, in August or September at least, I'm, I'm hitting up people with, "Hey, you know, this is coming up again. You know, are you in?" Because I Mark's got to Mark's went before. Bill's always up for it. Uh, Bill wrote from San Diego, so he's a short flight from uh, San Diego up to uh, um, up to Pomona. And who else did I hit up? Um, Ron. Um, Captain Ron, Pilot Ron, um, he was he was going. No, no, he couldn't make it because he had something else planned uh, that weekend. He was going to come down with you, uh, Mark. Um, but you got um, your buddy Keith to come. Yep, in his plane. Yeah. So Mark and Keith were able to come, and they were able to come together in a, a pair of Cirrus or Cirri. I don't know what Cirri. you do. The Cirri, yeah. <laughs> And uh, Franz was supposed to come, and my buddy Andy, who came uh, last year as well. Franz has the Mooney, and Andy's got an A36 Bonanza, so they're pretty equal in speed. So usually they come over from Phoenix, but um, Franz wasn't able to make it last-minute uh, issues. And uh, and then Andy's daughter was getting married in a few more weeks, and he just couldn't make it out with some planning that had to get done and stuff, I guess. Fred was supposed so, to come down with me too, but he oh yeah, unless, he's a new homeowner, so oh, congrats, Fred! Yeah, so he uh, couldn't make it. So we ended up with uh, uh, just the four of us. Then it was uh, uh, me and uh, and an Archer three that I rented, and then Mark and uh, and Keith had the Cirrus, and uh, and then um, Bill Rote came up in the Cherokee six, and uh, Bill had a friend with him. Keith had a friend. Did you have a friend with you? Yeah, I, I did. A, yeah. fr- a friend and his son. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, the typical thing of what we do is we all just they they all meet me over there at the Pomona Airport, and uh, we meet up over there by the fuel uh, stations and by the uh, the restaurant, 
and then we just kind of planned out our trip about you know how are we going to get over there and kind of everybody brings out their iPads and whatnot and here's what here's what we can do to get over there with the least amount of trouble and it's pretty much a straight shot huh yeah I mean literally you can take off from that airport and almost head directly for it you just got to jog out of the way of this Bravo just a little bit um, but not by much and then head straight for we head for these uh, what are they um, oil rigs. oil oil rigs that are just off the coast yep. platforms right yeah it's just south of uh, Long Beach yeah right out there just off of Long Beach uh, just a little ways and that's kind of our our uh, last um, uh, I don't know if you want to call it a reporting point or just point of interest that from feet there dry. yeah <laughs> it's our last feet dry point <laughs> yeah and and then um, from there it's just all you know ocean to the uh, to Pomona but um, so since uh, since Mark and Keith were in the faster Cirrus and uh, and Bill and I were in the slower Cherokees, um, I took off first because I was a little slow. I was the slowest, and then um, and I had my my wife and my uh, two daughters with me. And then Keith took off with uh, his buddy and um, one of my other friends. No, two. Uh, one of my other friends, one of his friends, uh, uh, jumped in. Uh, jumped in Bill's plane. So Bill had two of my friends in it, and uh, and then so Bill took off after me, and and basically, you know, we didn't <laughs> didn't make the mistake last time of telling anybody that we're not a flight or we are a flight. We just all took off individually, and uh, ATC kind of sorted it out on their own. You guys kind of hung back because you figure you'd catch us in air. Yeah, what we happened? Waited, we waited probably, uh, I'd say probably 10 or 15 minutes. Really? Let okay. you guys get out there, and then we took off. And it, and actually, Keith took off ahead of me, and we should have done it the other way around since I'm in an SR-20 and he's in an SR-22. Oh, yeah. So it's a standard block versus a big block <laughs> kind of thing. I get you, yeah. And, uh, I, so, but, you were, but Keith was having a problem starting his plane. Exactly. So, so he, he, he had a little bit of vapor lock going on, so that probably... That was probably another five or six minutes that we we waited for him to crank, and then once he cranked, then we we were good to go. Yeah, it's isn't it funny how many times? And now you're probably used to it. It's just funny how many times from Pomona to the coast you're changing frequencies. How many different sectors? Oh my! Are. Oh my God! It was like what? At least six times. It felt feels like it. I think it's I think it's at least four or five though. Um, well, I don't know. Did. So here's the deal. After I hit the platforms, after I hit the coastline, um, I uh, we let go of flight following, and then we just go to air to air, and and chit chat back and forth to each other. So I don't I don't stay with them all the way across the ocean over to. Uh, I I just flip the channel. I have them ready in case I need to get back to them real quick for an emergency. But other than that, I I let them go right at the coast. Yeah, we did the same thing. Okay. So, I wonder if that area is worse than here or not, as far as the yeah. ATC traffic, just ATC traffic and the handoffs and stuff. Because I know we get handed off a lot around here, especially I, in it, some of the weird places in DC. But well, looking, I'm sure you do. It's that's got to be jam packed. Yeah, and I've looked at the maps out there because I've I've planned some flights, but the airspace is really weird. It's not like normal circles like you think of. It's like these weird pentagon. It's like these blocks of square and 
pentagons and all kinds of crazy stuff going on out there. You just mean how the airspaces are depicted? Yeah, yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. just it's a different layout than what I expect. You know what I'm oh. used to seeing here and what I've seen across most of the country. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So um, the ATC chatter doesn't stop. Um, you know, once you're on with SoCal, I mean, there's someone that seems to be talking to them at all times, no matter what frequency you're on. So you got to be alert and awake and listening for your call sign to be called back to you. Um, you just get up. We just got up and, you know, 4,500 feet and just headed straight out and bingo, bango, bongo um, at the coastline. We changed over. We just used, don't tell anybody, we use one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Some people don't like to. So talk about that. So does half of so- SoCal. Yeah. <laughs> people, I, I didn't. I didn't hear anything. Did you say <laughs> something there? Yeah. No. Some people get upset about that. Anyways, um, but uh, it, what kind of freaked me out this time was as we're hitting head, heading towards the coast, I can't even see the water. There's there's a uh, a marine layer down there that is just covering all of the ocean it seemed like it was just a blanket of white and that was the first time ever seeing that for me and so it started just going through my head hey am i allowed to fly over this yep um because i don't i've never had to deal with that before i'm not instrument rated i know i'm not in the clouds but i can't see the ground anymore really and then as i got closer i noticed "Eh, it's a little more broken up than i thought well as soon as i heard bill um cancel flight following i did the exact same and i reached him on the radio i go hey the first thing i said was hey bill i i said uh there's a uh, marine layer down there are we okay he goes yep perfectly fine i'm like okay all right i said just checking you know you had the same same uh when i was flying with damon and he was like hey uh go through the hole there and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) the hole yeah and he's like because it was a bro you know it was a you know big broken holes or whatever and i'm like can i do that <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we talked about it for a second and it's like oh well yeah i guess there's no rule that you have to be able to see the ground just have to have outs you know yeah have to have holes occasionally you know to be able to get through it just no, can't be solid can right back or yeah and i it was broken enough i could go down at almost any point but that was that was the same kind of like am i allowed to do that and it's like well yeah you know as long as i got i'm not you know paint myself in a hole i'm good yeah you are via far on top yeah so nice and it was it was um it was really kind of cool man the the air couldn't have been any more still that day it was the smoothest ride i've probably ever had because you're on top yeah we were way on top actually that marine layer was really low that marine (laughs) layer was sitting on the ground man that thing was it couldn't have been 100 feet off the water yeah um so i want to i want to preface what you're saying chris yeah we all did check the weather out at uh out at Avalon, and we yeah. knew that it was clear. So we knew that we were clear at our destination. We knew we were clear when we were taking off. We were just technically VFR on top. But even though it was kind of, I've got great photos and video, by the way, and I'm still, I'm almost done with the video. Cool. Um, but there, it, it was, uh, it was not opaque VFR on top. We we could kind of see patches through. Oh yeah, yeah. After we got out there, then I saw it was it looked more scattered than than solid, I guess. And, um, and yeah, the airports were also all, you know, cleared a million, obviously, but, uh, just that layer down below. So, so anyways, uh, I'm like, um, Hey Bill, we okay? And he's like, yeah, we're all good. 
And he goes, uh, he goes, um, I'm coming up on you. Check your five o'clock. And I look back, here comes Bill right behind me. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, he's right there. He caught me and is like, he was just right on top of me in a matter of about uh, 30 seconds after getting on the radio from him. He pulled up alongside of me. And I have some fantastic photos and pictures of that and, and uh, video of, uh, of him doing some um, 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 formation. And then he goes, all right. He goes, I'm pulling up front and you get, get alongside of me. And I was like, wow, that's a lot harder than it looks. It took me, you know, quite a while to get stabilized with him with, cause I first, first thing I did was overshoot him. And then, uh, I finally reeled, reeled it back in. And then I played, tried to play catch up again and finally got stabilized for a few minutes. And then we're like, okay, we got to break off and, and start uh, calling the traffic over here at, uh, at Catalina. So what we do is, is we head to Twin Harbor, which is um, to the north. Uh, north of the side of the island. So there's these two, there's these, uh, two harbors, uh, obviously twin coming from the name there, that kind of face each other from opposite sides of the island that kind of like curve into each other. So we head for that and then and then make a left and head towards the actual uh, airport at that point to enter the downwind. Is that about what you guys did? Actually, being the typical Cirrus guys. <laughs> did you go straight in? We Well, we didn't go straight in. We did a, uh, like we did at Pomona, we did a, um, a midfield break. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Keith got it midfield. We, we, were st- we were probably, we were, I don't know, say 1,200 feet above the, above the runway. Thousand feet above the runway, and there was, there was the pattern yeah. was clear, so we weren't too worried about it. Yeah, um, about a thousand feet. Keith broke midfield, and then I went basically almost to the end of the runway, which got me about a three to five count. And then I broke, and we were he was in the downwind, I was in the downwind. I followed him, but uh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, at that at that point, we were already inside and ordered food, and I'm like, going, what is going on? And because uh, I was like, I was starting to get worried that you guys didn't make it for some reason or something happened over at Pomona or maybe you didn't like that, that uh, marine layer and you just headed home. So, so, so in, I, in, I had outside and I, I just saw Keith had just pulled up a little bit before that. Yeah. In, in, in true, uh, I, I don't want to try to say, but in, in truth, my video is not going to show this, but maybe I should. Um the Cirrus, for those that transition from something like an Archer or a Warrior to a Cirrus uh, or a Mooney, they're way more slippery than a than a uh, than the Cherokee, any of the Piper products. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And uh, you have to uh, you got to prep. I mean, and for me, um, when I did my first approach, I came. I was still coming in way hot. Uh, you know, I'm supposed to be probably 70 knots over the numbers. And uh, I was probably still at like 85, mm-hmm. and and that and the visual of that runway was such a slant; it really messes with your sight picture. Yeah. And uh, so I was coming yeah, the, in a little the hot. runway there rises up to meet you because it's it's sloped if you're coming in from what is it where uh, we land on three? Wait, not three. No, the other way. Two one. Yeah. 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 So, so my so my first my first attempt, um, I was I was going to set down, but I was hot and I knew I was probably going to run a little bit long. And Keith was actually still on the end of the runway, getting ready to turn off. So I went. I was like, okay, forget this. So I powered up and I went around again, 
and uh, came in the second time and was still a little hot. And um, I was going to just try to like set it down like I would, you know, at a longer runway that's that's in great condition compared to the minefield that's there. <laughs> it is a piece of trash. Um, but I have some updates and news on that. Hopefully it works. Anyway, um, so uh, the second I, I I balked on the second one, I, I actually bounced once a light bounce, and mm-hmm. and so I just instead of trying to force a bad hand, I just powered up and went around again. Third time, set it down and. And uh, I was good to go, but that's probably really one of the parts where you know you were probably thinking it was taking too long. But uh, yeah, well, um, when I ca- I came out and he goes, oh, he's in the pattern, or you were like, you were on final at that point. And uh, actually, we jumped in and Keith Cirrus and got on the radio with you just to see how you was doing. Yeah. So it, it, that actually was a really cool thing for him to do. He jumped on, kind of calmed me down a little bit. Not Coached that I was ever nervous bit, yeah. or or anything. It was just. He walked me through the steps just to kind of remind me again. It was just the air speeds. Yeah, and, I remember and, him saying, 80 knots, Mark. Just yep. get it, 80 knots. Yep. So you're, you're, Let you're, the runway come up and meet you. Exactly. So it's it's 80 knots over the fence, and you're touching down at 70. And you know, once I did that, and I just settled down and just let the plane do its thing. Um, and I think you got a really good picture. I think that was you that sent it to me. It was uh, yeah. um, of me just before I touched down. And, and it, uh, you know, it worked great. And the again that runway i thought i was going to rip my nose gear off but even though i had you know back pressure and everything um but on the on that second time when um with the bounce or whatever man i thought that nose gear was going to come off or whatever it looked like it was spinning around but that was just a little bit of the vibration yeah. i was like oh my gosh you know that runway is just it's just got little ruts here and there and and little potholes here and there and it's you know it's a short it's a uh it's a um, soft field landing to that approach to that airport every time with every airplane. That's Absolutely. the only way. That's the only way to do that the right way. I think. Absolutely. So as a, as a side note, I had uh, I had been on some of our uh, Facebook pages and talked about it because I had posted something on. Well, I made a quick video of the landing, and uh, I put it up on Instagram, and it it goes all the way across all the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media things, and there was a, a bunch of people that had started making comments, and there were several from from Southern California, and, I, and a guy actually contacted me who's part of a a group down there that's been working with the federal government and the state and all kinds of you know, and the the I forgot what they are, the group that's right there on the island, that oh. the Preservation Society that's there. They've been he's been working there. Their pilots group has been working with all these different communities uh, and organizations to try to get the runway at least patched or fixed or something. And and uh, I'm like, I reached out to them. I'm like, have you even you know, reached out to the Navy or the Army mm. or somebody? I said, because the Navy, the CBs are always looking for places to train. And that would be a, a great facility for them to train because they're going to end up having to airlift stuff in. And, you know, and you get yeah. it's federally paid for. Um. But what 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 is that? So there's the CBs and what else? The like the Army Corps of Engineers. Army is Corps of another Engineers, one. Yeah. So the what what he what somebody came and told me about about uh, three weeks after we had gotten back was they were in the final stages of of getting all the approvals. I mean, it was like up to the one, two, three star level file for final approval. But it was the Army Corps of Engineers. Are probably going to have that thing repaired this year. They're, I'm, as in a brand new runway. Wow. 
That so would be awesome. I'm, not, I'm knocking on wood hard because if if that's yeah. the case, I'll fly down there all the time, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, at least at just our once a year trip. But um, that is the biggest. <laughs> that would be huge. And and you know what what freaks me out? I bet you there's people that don't go to it just that don't want to take a chance of screwing several, up their gears. You know, several people that popped plane. on the Facebook thread and said, "I'll never go out there again until that runway is fixed." <laughs> yeah. So. I'm not scared with my rental plane. <laughs> <laughs> Renter's insurance. Yeah. Uh, but, so yeah, yeah, once we finally got down, then it was it was all it was all good. So, Tell us about the uh, the flight to uh, to Pomona from uh, from uh, NorCal. Oh, it was uh, it was a it was a great flight. We uh, I ended up leaving uh, Auburn uh, at uh, I believe seven thirty, and I had my flight plan uh, set to go to. From Auburn to the Linden VOR, direct to um, Lake Hughes, uh, Rose Bowl, Pomona. So, if you wanted to go on uh, SkyNav or one of them in SkyVector and plot it out, you could do that. Um, but uh, so that was the plan. And then Keith took off from Lincoln, which is literally in my backyard, but where I rent is is up in the foothills. Um, so we met basically at Linden because he's much faster. Um, he was on a, he had actually passed me, but he was uh, about five miles off my right wing, and he didn't see me. I mean, even though we both have what we call the fish finders, um, sure. <laughs> we he saw me, but he wasn't sure that it was me until I called him up and I'm like, "You just passed me, I think." And he's like, "Oh," so he had to he had to throttle back, and I eventually caught him. Uh, probably, I'll say Stockton for those in California. So we caught up <laughs> with each other and uh, uh, we formed up and did some, we did some tight formation at first where he was in the lead. Um, so my, my friend, uh, he's an avid photographer. Um, so he could take a bunch of pictures and I, I moved around on both sides and uh, took pictures and then we switched spots and I took lead and uh, Keith's friend that went with him is a CFI and he's also a, a photographer uh, he took a bunch of pictures of us and you know both sides, and so we've got some really good stuff. I I have a I have a a full size color plotter uh, that a photo size uh, that'll do photos photo quality. Um, nice. That I've got a I'm gonna I'm gonna plot a few of those out for him. They can hang up in his garage or his office or whatever he's gonna do. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we we just kind of played around back and forth, uh, did some tight stuff, did some loose stuff, and then. I would say by the time we got down to near Lemoore, we were uh, maybe 50 foot separation and we just kind of, we stayed together all the way down. Uh, once we got into um, Lake Hughes, um, that's when he took lead because uh, one of the radios in the Cirrus that, that I, that I rent, uh, radio number one, uh, I didn't know it until I, until I got down on the ground at Pomona. Um, but if I try to transmit on 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 COM one, um, it like blows out the frequency. Nobody can talk. Nobody can hear. Nobody. Can, so, um, huh. what, I, what the standard procedure in that plane is uh, transmit and receive COM two. You can monitor on COM one, and that's fine. Just don't just don't transmit. And it, the there's a story behind it, but uh, there it's there's a, a part that they they've ordered. It's been waiting forever to get. Um, but as long as you rent, you just understand that that's how it has to work. So since I only had one radio to transmit, he had to fly lead. So he would be able to talk to ATC and then talk to me on the other one. 
Hmm, um, okay. So anyway, as we got into Lake Hughes, uh, down towards, uh, John Wayne and, and, you know, the northern edge of, of, uh, the so- SoCal basin there, um, I tightened up on his, on his, uh, left side and, uh, we flew pretty much a tight formation all the way in, uh, until we got down into Babona and then we did a, a midfield break there and landed and then we met up with you guys and it was it was a very uneventful but it was really cool the fact that we had uh two airplanes of of similar type uh and the uh, red version and the blue version the red version and the blue version yeah <laughs> um and we're both come on now huh <laughs> <laughs> we're both very comfortable flying with each other and around each other so that made it even more enjoyable. So I knew that he wasn't going to do anything stupid, and he knows that I'm not going to do the same thing. Um, and we talk, but you know, you always when you're flying tight formation, you're always talking. It's like, okay, we're going to make the right hand turn, three, two, one, break, or whatever you're going to do. And you know, it's it's you're always talking to each other. So um, we 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 were both uh, we were both pretty excited, and, and and like I said, we we had a good time coming down. And then once we got into Pomona. Um, we met up with you guys and did all of our planning, like you said, and, um, it was funny that we're all sitting at the picnic table and everybody's either got an iPhone or a, some, some type of, <laughs> of, of smartphone or, or tablet out. And we're all planning. Uh, my friend's got good, good, uh, video of that too. And it's kind of funny. He said it to me and I'm, I'm looking going, Oh my God, we're like total av geeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at the av geeks. Look at the nerds over there. Yeah. So, the, so. Um, the flight down to Pomona was right at three hours, so it wasn't too bad. Um, it, it actually goes pretty quick, and the plane itself is, is very comfortable. It sure was a very a smooth heck ride. heck of a lot quicker than driving it. Oh, you got that right. <laughs> I, wow. I was able to go down, out to, out to Catalina, back to Pomona, back up here in less time than it would take for me to drive to Disneyland from my house. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, I love general aviation <laughs> just, no for, just kidding. for that. So, yeah, I told, I told my, I told my wife, I go, you realize once we get an airplane, somebody else has got to figure out how to drive the, tr- drive the uh, truck and trailer yeah. and RV, the RV down to California. I'll let you guys have a three hour head start. How about that? <laughs> I'll take my RV. You take that RV. There you go. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, because that's ha- that's that's happening someday, you know, at some point. I, hopefully, sooner than later. My daughter is fearless; she'll drive it. She don't care. My wife, no chance. She wants to drive the uh, truck and the RV. But um, yeah, it was a it was a, a great day. Just gorgeous uh, over there. The weather was fantastic. Um, other than not being able to see the the ocean too much, um, and then. Did you you took off after us? After we left, didn't you? Uh, leaving uh, leaving Avalon. Yeah, yeah. You guys took off first. Yeah, just just because we knew we were going to be quicker. Uh, yeah. And, well, you're so, going you're going back home north anyways, and and of course. Uh, well, actually, no, because we went back to Pomona. We went back to Pomona and got fuel. Oh, that's right. I saw you. Matter of fact. Yeah. I saw you guys at the at the at the fuel farm um, c- as I went by to put put the uh, plane away. Yep. And um, and uh, Bill Bill was dropping off uh, my my guests. Yep. And then but, he came uh, back and got fuel too. I think so we were all at the pumps. Yeah. So. We had the uh, 
did you? I forgot. Did you get a buffalo burger, or what'd you get there at? Uh, um, I did a salad this time. I think. Yeah, I think it was with buffalo meat, though. <laughs> I, <No>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely had it had some some carnivore to it. I've <laughs> <laughs> yet to see one of those animals on that island yet, but uh, supposedly they're all over the place. I've yet to I, find I, one. I thought someday I I'll just someone. have to do some loops over that island, go find the herd somewhere. I thought I saw some when we when we took off, but but I'm not really? 100% sure. I was going to say, do what, do what Bill does with the whales and just kind of... <laughs> yeah, just loiter. You find them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bill's seen them before. There's, and there's uh, wild foxes on the island too, I guess. So that's kind of neat. Maybe uh, that's what was on my salad. <laughs> I don't know if they were in season, but uh, yeah. Someday I'll have. To, I wanted to maybe next year, like rent the plane elite and keep it for longer. And and there's a there's supposedly like a fantastic like three mile hike or something that's a, a nice out and back or a loop or something like that from uh, right from the airport. I think so. so I what, think it goes up to the one of the other peaks, doesn't it? Oh, probably. Bill's done it several times. Uh, oh, he. Who, was it him who mentioned it or somebody else was mentioning, I think it was, might have been someone else, was mentioning that. So they go to take off on their hike. They get out a ways and they come across the herd of buffalo as they're walking. Wow. And, of course, you're just out in the open, right? And um, one of them starts staring his group down and they just stopped and they're looking at each other. And the bull and, and this bull just starts charging them, right? Oh, and they just they just stood firm, stood their ground, didn't move. I don't know if they yelled at him or whatever, but uh, he eventually just stopped like thirty yards from him. Like, oh, I guess you're not going to move. All right, and it doesn't look like you're going to go bother, bother my lady friend. So I'll just go back to them. So <laughs> it just went on back. So that would freak me out. Wow. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, pass. So I know that uh, that after you guys took off, we didn't wait as long as we did before or the coming out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know that you guys. I think you guys. You guys. Uh, we circled the you, island. You joined up and, and circled, right? Yeah, we uh, we we. So we take off the way we land there, you know, um, and um, so we're taking off and and going over the back side of the island, and then we just kind of drop down a little bit below the islands below the top of the island just kind of circle it to the left and uh after we hit uh avalon then we uh um peel back off to the right and head back to uh head back to uh pomona which is the marina that everybody sees in pictures yeah avalon is that marina that you see down there i got some cool pictures amazing how many boats are down there i mean yachts 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 of them yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's the Catalina wine mixer. Um, I think that it's I think that's a real thing to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Probably is. Um, yeah, it was it was it was really cool. So we we head back um, to the uh, to the coast and um, what was oh we always go over top of Disneyland yep. uh, on the way back, which is kind of cool. Uh, the TFR for Disneyland's three thousand feet, and uh, typically at that point we're on with uh, ATC, obviously, and um, and uh, they take us right over top of it at thirty five hundred feet because forty five hundred going out there and thirty five hundred coming back. Yep. So when uh, 
I'll just say this. I, we took off shortly after you did. And then for some reason, I think, I think Keith was still sitting on the runway by the time I was making the left-hand turn to head towards Avalon or something. I don't know. Cause he was still back quite a ways. Um, he ends up catching me once we make the right turn to head back to the coast. Uh huh. I, I don't, th- I don't recall ever seeing you and Bill. Uh huh. Coming back, but I know that we passed you. Huh. What altitude were you guys at? Uh, Do you remember? F- I want to say 45. Four, Maybe. 4,000 or 45. Yeah. I, no, I mean, I uh, take that back, 35. We had to be at 3,500 coming back. Hmm. So we were at 35, and I was looking for you. I, as a matter of fact, I saw you on the, on the, uh, on the scope. On the scope. And I, yeah, and but I think you were you were off to my right, probably a couple of huh. miles. Okay. And uh, we just we were doing probably coming back. I think we were probably doing about one forty, one forty five. Yeah. So we passed you guys, and and I know that we were on the ground before anybody got there. Yeah. Which which worked out for me because I was able to get to the pumps first. <laughs> you were pulled up to the you were pulled up to the pumps when I, when you got when uh. Were you you were in the blue one, right? Yeah, yeah. Because because here's the deal. I know you were at the pumps when um, when I passed by. You might have been already fueling. I'd, I I I'd put I we we had we had already parked and we got everything out of the plane. And I looked over and you're taxiing down to the runway. I waved at you. I don't know if you saw me um, where we parked the plane because you didn't you didn't really know where we we came from anyway. Right. I knew um, you were down at the what is that the the east end of the of the runway. Yeah, the far east end. Yeah, I saw you go by and, uh, and 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 get ready to take off. Yeah, I actually left before Keith, uh, and I left before Bill because um, only being able to do 140, 145 coming back, um, I really wanted to be back on the ground before it got dark, and yeah. the sun had dropped probably 20 minutes before I actually landed. So it oh, was okay. it wasn't a big deal. It was yeah. just it was it was more. Um, I, I didn't want the, the day to drag out any longer because my friend's son is like, he's, I think he's six and it was a long day for him. So yeah. I, I just wanted to kind of get him back at a decent hour. We still got home at, I think I put, I think I landed at like six o'clock. Oh, okay. That's so I bad. mean, it, it was not bad, but it was dark and, yeah. and, uh, you know, we were on the ground and we're kind of like, you know, after you put the plane away and everything we were talking and, and, uh, I look at my watch and I'm like, Oh, it's only six twenty. It feels like it's nine o'clock, but <laughs> Nice day of flying, though, huh? Oh, yeah. We were all we were all tired. Once I got in my car and I kind of decompressed a little, I'm like, that is just so cool, you know. And I started doing the math in my head of how long I actually, you know, <laughs> like I just did a whole trip in less time than it would take to drive down. Oh yeah, yeah you know, just just a one way trip driving down because yeah. isn't that in that almost twelve hours from from L.A. to San Diego or uh, San Francisco? Depending on tra- well, I've I've done the the trip from just say outside of Sacramento down to Anaheim to to Disneyland. I've done anywhere between seven and nine hours, and mm. and that one hundred percent depends on traffic. Once you once you drop down into the basin, um, once you get into Orange County, it's not too bad because you can see all the tourist money went into the highways because they're they're beautiful highways. But LA <laughs> County is is horrible. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's where, that's where the, um, a big group of the, the family that comes to us from California or from, uh, California for Thanksgiving, they're all coming down, uh, in their RVs from, from, uh, Sacramento. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think it wasn't one of the ones that, that was either with Bill or with you, weren't they up from, from my area? 
Uh, no, the the one that was with Bill, he's from Phoenix, but his it was like his cousin or something like that. One of his family who lives down there in SoCal area. I'm not sure where. Because gotcha. he was like a 30-minute drive from us from Pomona. So I don't know where he was exactly, but he lives down that way. But a big group of the family that comes down with us for th- for Thanksgiving is coming from uh from Sacramento area. Very cool. So that's cool. Yeah, so that's that's a fantastic trip. I so look forward to it every year. Um, a lot of fun, and uh, you know, the more the merrier. If you're a listener and you're anyway able to uh, to uh, do that trip with us uh, some year, feel free to to hit Mark or I up. And, uh, and we'll get you plugged in and, and I'll let you know what days, uh, you know, I, we go down there for the whole week of Thanksgiving. So from that Saturday to the next Sunday, usually, and then we just pick a day that tends to work for the most of us who can go. Um, and cause I'll, I, I'm, for me, it's just like, all right, what days can you guys go? Cause I'm already there. So you choose. So, uh, we, we'd normally try to, for, for planning for others. Um, I know from my perspective, I try to plan that either that Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Um, some year, what, two years ago when we did it, we got lucky because we were going to go, we were going to go on the Friday and ended up at the last minute having to push it back to Saturday. And it turned out that the weather was horrible on Friday and it was gorgeous on Saturday. So <laughs> for, you know, never know with that kind with that weather up there, the, the powers that be were looking out for us on that weekend. So, yes. Yes, um, but yeah, absolutely, and 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 for you know, friends, listeners up here, um, Captain Ron and I, and and now Keith, especially, uh, we try to plan. We're trying to plan more trips, whether it's to the Bay Area or to our favorite uh, cattle ranch, uh, Harris Ranch. Um, we, we're trying to plan more trips like that. Uh, so if if there's you know listeners out there that want to do something, um, hit me up on on all the social media or any of the social media you'll, you can find me. I'm pretty easy to find. And, uh, we'll see if we can, uh, we'll see if we can hook up. I, I, we actually have a listener that's, um, taking his, his private right now, uh, his lessons up in uh, a city t- town called Placerville. Um, I, I don't have his name right here and I feel bad for that, but I'll, I'll mention him that he reached out to me and said, Hey, I've been listening to you guys for a long time and you're my inspiration to, uh, to get my private pilot. So, that was actually kind of a cool thing to hear, and and uh, we haven't uh, because of the holidays haven't had a chance to uh, to meet up or anything. But uh, but uh, I cool. from, what, from what I had heard, he's he was doing well in his in his private. So mm. nice, very good. Well, um, I think that's about all we were really going to cover uh, this episode. Uh, we've we've each. Um, well, I know you've done some flying since then. Uh, I just did some flying last week, um, yep. so we'll, uh, we'll we'll cover that on the next one, especially when uh, Brad's back with this and can tell us how the uh, winter flying's going going on up in uh, in Minnesota. And uh, hopefully, at some point in the near future, uh, Mr. Conway can uh, tell us about some uh, some uh, flying out there, and not the human mailing tube kind. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, one of the uh, a side note is uh, I'm going to try to get uh, see if I can get Keith to come on with us one of these times too because he just did a he he flew down to Lake Havasu, oh, and did a formation a Cirrus Owners and Pilots Association formation training, um, 
class course. He was down there for three days and they did a, they did a, a very intense formation. They do, they would do, um, not a ground school, but a, a an extended classroom session, and then they would go fly, and they'd come back and do they they debrief more classroom, more flying, and they they did that for three days straight. Oh, um, sounds like a blast because it was it's a requirement because he's actually going to fly into Oshkosh this year as the oh. mass arrival of the Cirrus. Oh, okay. So okay. and they, and they have uh, on the on the Copa website, the Cirrus Owner and Pilot Association, on their website, they actually on their calendar have several locations um, across the country that they're doing these so they can get everybody signed off and certified that they're safe and they can fly formation. And then they're going to do, you know, meet up somewhere. I'm not sure where um, off outside of Oshkosh and then everybody's going to come in as a big group. So that'd be kind of cool. Nice. So. so is he? So he's planning on coming to Osh this year. Yeah, he's going to come back again. He was actually there last year. He uh, he drove his uh, uh, truck and trailer. Oh my gosh! So he he traveled across. I don't envy that. Yeah. He, well, they, well, they they made a big. He's retired now, so they uh, they they went with um, a, a two or three rigs, and they kind of yeah. made their way through all of the tourist spots and. Made that went spent the week out at Osh and he was <laughs> he was gonna look you guys up and I and I think he tried a couple of times but everybody was active <laughs> so um, I I told him exactly where Camp Scholler was and I think he probably swung by a couple of times but uh, okay um so they stayed there for the week and then they drove home took them I think it took them three four days to get home but uh, uh, this time he's gonna fly in so. Cool. He's all excited about it. Well, that would be cool. Um, I'll get him in to talk about it. I, uh, I, I don't, man. I've thought about that at some point, like uh, taking the truck and trailer to to Osh, and yeah, maybe one day. Uh, I, I just don't like I, the drive to California. That about maxes me out, and that's like six hours. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you, you've got to be hardcore. I'm just I, not into it. I think unless you're retired, where you've got yeah. nothing but time. And you want to yeah. go see sites and visit the places that you've, I don't know, bucket list or whatever. I, yeah. I, I think that that would probably be the only way because then you could you could you could drive for <clears throat> half a day or a day, get to some location and stay there for, you know, and decompress and unwind, and then yeah, it, once you're retired and you don't have any kind of pressure about being somewhere by a certain amount of time, and you can just take your time, then you yeah. know whatever it takes to get out there, whatever exactly. You know? Go, uh, go see, go see the, uh, go see uh, as much as the cool spots along the, along your route as you can. So that'd be awesome. But anyways, yeah. Uh, one, one other thing I wanted to bring up, uh, real quick is, um, I don't know if you heard about it or have been following it, but, um, um, Senator Schuster is the Senator who's really been pushing that, uh, reauthorization act for, for the ATC. Um, and uh, anyways, he's set to retire uh, at the end of this year. So he's going to be doing a full court press on trying to get that thing jammed through. So if, if you haven't yet already, or maybe you already have, do it again. Contact your representatives. Um, tell them what a, what a bad idea that's going to be, um, assuming that's the way you feel, and I assume most people do. I've done it. I've made calls. Um, of course, you're not going to reach the 
representative uh, in your area directly. You're going to get you're going to get their staff person. Um, but every time I've talked to one of them, they've been super nice, and it really sounds like they're really taking notes on whatever you want to say. Um, and then, sure enough, I get an email back, um, and cool. I've emailed them also. Um, it was funny. Um, I got a, I, I got an email back from one of my representatives, like maybe the week after I emailed them, and then the other one was um, um, what's his name? Um, our old senator here. Um, Oh, shoot. McCain. Yeah. Um, McCain replied back like four months later. (laughs) I was just expecting that. eh, Whatever. You know, when, but it was almost the exact same piece of crap form letter that I got back from the other one too. So I think they're getting, they're getting told what to say, which, which, which was saying nothing other than the fact that, well, this is what they're trying to do. Not that I'm on one side or the other. It's like, I know what they're trying to do, and I told you I don't like it. So, you know, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, does, just, it, does reach, it does reach them, though. I mean. Yeah. And uh, calling, I know, is definitely the best way. Um, they have to reply to calls. They don't have to for emails. And um, I think letters they might, too. There's certain rules and stuff, but calling is the easiest way. And you're right. They, they take notes because that's their job is to figure out how many people, because that's what they're doing, right? How many people are complaining. Yeah. Because if they get overwhelmed with it, then they'll be like, oh, that's not a good idea. Right. Yeah. You want, you almost just want to be a pain in the ass to them, like going, I, to the fact where I, I don't want to, you know, hear from these people again. I don't want any part of it. Or, you know, apparently these people feel that um, uh, strongly about it that if they find out I vote this way, then they're probably not going to vote my way next time, you know, whatever the case may be. But I'm just afraid that he's going to be on a full court press for this thing, for this uh, th- this next, for this year that we're on right now. So for 2018, so we all hope it doesn't go anywhere and it gets shot down. But uh, you know, do what you can, and uh, everybody appreciates it. So until next time, uh, we've got uh, uh, obviously enough material for another one coming up here pretty soon, and uh, we'll get a hold of Brad here shortly and uh, get that scheduled. Hope everybody had a good Christmas. Everybody do good? Yep. Have a good time? Oh, yeah. Good food, good family. Um, hope everybody has a great new year. Lots of aviation in your upcoming new year. John, I'll, I, I'm, uh, I'll be probably coming out to uh, D.C. in October. Really? Mm-hmm, for an IT conference. Okay. And, uh, and if that's the case, and it probably is, I plan on staying there a little bit longer than just for the IT conference uh, with the family. I'd like to go see the uh, Udvarhazi. Um, That's a um, great place to go to. Yeah, the, it is. I'm really it. My and Smithsonian, place. you know. You so, got to do both. I'll, yeah. So I'll let you know as, as that gets closer. Of course, that's way out in October, but that's the plan. I'm already planning stuff in October, so. <laughs> uh, hopefully, uh, your little boy doing good? Yeah. Growing like a weed? Oh, yeah. Excellent. He's crazy. Awesome. Well, I think we'll wrap this one up then. On that happy note. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Maybe I'll get flying soon. Yes, please uh, do. One day. <laughs> well, I guess I have a you know October deadline because if you come out here, we'll have to go flying. Well, there you go. Show me what that cipher is all about. Yeah. Sounds like a disease so. more than anything. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not that bad. I know. <laughs>
And uh, at that point, if I, if I get checked out again, because you know I'm up for um, I'm up for a flight review at this point to get oh, cool. back up. So um, I don't know where I'm going to do it, but essentially I'm going to get checked out at at Freeway, which is in the Sifra, probably since it's ten minutes from my work. Oh, um, that's cool. So I'll probably end up doing that. I don't know when. It won't be this month. So we'll see. But awesome. Yeah, it won't be far from. So if you're in DC, won't be. It's just outside. So. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, all that stuff's pretty close together. You're 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 close. We'll uh we'll sort that out. Yep, definitely. Um, cool. Anybody got any shout outs then before we finish up or? None that I could think of. Just uh, thanks again to everybody who uh, participated in the annual pilgrimage out to uh, Catalina with me. And uh, if you weren't able to make it, hopefully you can next year. The more the merrier. This year we had four planes. Last year we had, I think, five planes. And I was hoping to get seven this year. So let's try and get that done next year. I'll do my best. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One year. Yes. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun and... Hopefully, uh, maybe you can get some listeners to uh, join up next year. That would be amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, since we don't do this often, let everybody know where they can find us real quick. We'll start with you, Chris. Sure. You can, uh, of course, shoot me a uh, an email over at chris at inthepatternpodcast.com. And I'm always on the uh, Twitter machine, and that is uh, cholubaz, C-H. O-L-U-B-A-Z and don't forget our In the Pattern Podcast uh, Facebook page. Yeah, and uh, Mark, how about you? Uh, I'm the same way, uh, Mark at InThePatternPodcast.com I'm not on the Twitter machine as much as I'd like to be, but uh, you can always get a hold of me there. Uh, I'm on uh, Facebook quite a bit. You can find us on our Facebook page or my personal page. Uh, Yeah, if you want to get together out here, you want to you want some words of advice if if I have any, or you want to talk about the things that I've done or the things that you're doing? Absolutely, hit me up uh, on any of those, and uh, I'll uh, get back to you as soon as I can. And uh, yeah, all right. You can find me at uh, pretty much Pilot Conway anywhere on the internet, um, and uh, you can reach the entire podcast podcast in the pattern podcast.com or on Twitter's in the pattern or that uh, Facebook page Robin's been mentioning is facebook.com slash in the pattern podcast uh, show notes for this episode. Other episodes uh, can be found at our website in the pattern podcast.com and uh, just uh, send us any suggestions, comments or critiques. We'd love to get them from any of our listeners. And uh, if you can give us a, uh, comments and uh like basically uh in itunes that'd be appreciated let others uh know that you love the podcast uh with that we'll go ahead and wrap up episode 66 of the in the pattern podcast i'd like to thank y'all for listening and remember make left traffic you're cleared for the option <laughs>